0: Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, it's 1 p.m. It's time to debrief the Tour de France. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central or logger rides with our friends at Zwift. We have a bumper show again today, but joining me is Dave McKenzie.
1: How are you, Dave? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You know, you know what we say when we get to this part of the race. No, what we say when we get we to We say race. <laughs> it's four days to Paris people. I'm, yeah. I've, I've got the champagne on ice. <laughs> I've got the cheese. I've got the crackers. I'm ready to you know, start yeah. celebrating, but I'm looking forward to the next few days. And, you know, you've been great company for two and a half weeks, but we get but, to this. But. But. <laughs> no, it's been great. It's been great. Now, listen, I want you to tell me what you did yesterday afternoon. Tell, uh, me, I tell me really, about it. No, nah,
0: there's been a little catch-up with uh, the school, a school where I've been uh, talking about in, in a French school about uh,
1: the uh, the Tour de France. It was quite fun. Was you had 36 kids.
0: kids. Yeah, it was funny. Now, the funny
1: bit was they, they asked you, kids ask a lot of questions. I love this. But they said to you, when when did you have lunch? Yeah, well, you told them you about lunch? your day, yeah. and and, what, and you told them, you... and they got worried because
0: I said we uh we had lunch on the top of the bonnet of a car more time than ever, and then you know they were like,
1: oh, I love it. So we've got so we've got Australian French kids here, obviously. This is in Australia, by the way. What you did. They already got the Euro mentality. Yeah. They want to have the two-hour lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fantastic. That's right. a
0: bit cliche. That's a bit cliche.
1: But you're not. You far. told the story. Pal. I like it. <laughs> Hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for the two-hour lunch. By the way, why not?
0: Anyway, I said we have a bumper show uh, because we will debrief uh, the Giro Rosa what happened overnight uh, in details today. We've got uh, Miranda um, Matilda. Matilda keep saying Miranda Matilda Reynolds <laughs> uh, joining us a little bit later. But right now. Uh, to help us to dis- dissect what's happened overnight. we go got Wes Salzberger coming up. Wes is from Zwift High. Wes? Um, I'm great,
2: Christoph, And what a cracker of a stage it was last night.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, what did you make, you know, in very short terms, in highlights? What did you make of that last climb?
2: Yeah, the, the last climb, it was It was really interesting, Um you know, seeing how how it unfolded there, you know, we had obviously uh, Richie, who we were all barracking for right up there in the mix. You know, he was only just excited. Yeah, I think, uh, oh, hello!
0: Yeah, we've we've lost uh, you a little bit, well. Wes. Uh, the joy of the internet on, in Australia, <laughs> but we got it. You you got very uh, you got very excited, uh, but everyone got did, very yeah. excited. I was gonna say, okay, we'll talk about Richie, but let's talk about mm-hmm. Superman Lopez for a second. The mm-hmm. Superman Lopez, he won the stage, but it's the way he dominated that last climb was incredible
2: yeah it was and and a little bit there with Lotto Visma was a little, a little bit of um he got a bit of a launching pad uh, from from the teammate of uh that there so i was that was really interesting to see that almost uh you know that Lotto Visma there like almost uh you know set that up a little bit to that degree so it'd be really interesting being at that table uh at the end of the day obviously you know they're still in a great position but I think they will go back to the drawing board and have a little bit of a think about how that how that could have um, really unfolded in a really bad way for them.
1: Yeah, you're spot on, Wes. Um, now, for the people who don't know, Wes, you've also ridden the Tour de France yourself, so you know better than well, better than certainly Christophe, better than me as well. That third week, here we are now. We're deep into mm. the third week. We've been talking it up. One of the toughest third weeks in Tour de France history, certainly mm. in the modern history. How yeah. hard is it on a day like? Overnight and then certainly tonight stage. Like this is a brutal. What goes through a, a rider's mind when they've got these big stages?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, coming back to to uh, the Australian side of it. From from my side, um, I was there to support a, a French rider when I was racing. And that was Christophe Lemovelle, who finished tenth uh, the year before as well. So the objectives for the team were. Uh, I was there to support him. Um, and be you know, going back to the two Aussies that are in the race. So Caleb uh, obviously is fighting through to get to the uh, get to the end to try and win uh, on the Champs elysees Well, we've got Richie Port there going for a podium. So two different objectives, but coming down to that last week, they have the same mental battle that everyone has through a Grand Tour. Obviously, uh, they're both experienced uh, with that and uh, road Grand Tours, but it doesn't change the fact uh, that that last week is a real mental game. It's it's a real headstrong game to try and make sure that you know obviously uh, that you know, the legs and the body and everything's tired, but mentally you were tired. You know, you just, and especially on top this year with uh, with coronavirus and those sorts of things to come into play as well, you know, the stress of the riders, you know, we, we can just, we, it must be enormous, the pressure that they feel and then putting on themselves. And Cookie spoke to this yesterday um, on the podcast about that pressure that, you know, that athletes put on themselves and they would have an enormous amount of pressure on them uh and and, you know it's it's a coping mechanism there that you you it's an easy easy thing to tap out uh but you're at the tour de france no one taps out at the tour de france and you can see that with the riders that are you know in pieces and getting back on their bike after a crash so it's all on and this last last few days for them is going to be very concentrated
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, our good friend uh, Jean Pierre makes a good comment here as well. Jean Pierre, again, yeah. he's one of the, yeah. the, the Are fans. You Jean- I'm not Jean Pierre. <laughs> yeah. <Jean-Pierre>. <laughs> I'm not Jean
1: Pierre. I'm feeling the question. What's he got for us today? No, he
0: said, he, said like, he's, he was impressed by Lopez, but let's remember mm-hmm. that Lopez went straight into a stop sign on stage one or two in Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. So he talked about the crashes and how you recover.
1: Oh. He had that big scare and went, well,
0: he, he smashed the thing in the he, face.
1: He came away unscathed yeah. too from that crash, which was quite incredible it's not the first time we've sometimes the ones that look more spectacular yeah actually aren't as bad as what they seem and that was one of those cases as
0: i said on the night if this doesn't make it as a gif on the internet oh, i don't know the internet yeah you surely, know, surely it has surely it has <laughs> i'm sure you know uh let's talk about jumbo uh, visma controlling the mm-hmm. race uh, that was quite interesting. Actually, let's have a listen to uh, the yellow jersey, Primoz Roch. Uh,
3: again, nice day for us. Uh, I'm really happy with it, uh, of
4: course.
3: I didn't win uh, uh, again second, but uh, on the other hand, uh, yeah. Uh, again, uh, some time in, in, uh, in the GC. So uh, yeah, another nice day for me. 57 seconds, that's the advantage you have on uh, today. It's not enough yet. Uh, it's never enough. Huh? Like I said, when you have five minutes, you want 10. When you have 10, you want more. So uh, still better to have uh, yeah these 50 seconds plus than 50 seconds disadvantage. So I'm really happy with it.
0: It's never enough. <laughs> Is it never enough, really? <laughs> what do you what? make of that, Wes?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you're at the Tour de
2: France. So even he said there, if you've got 10 minutes, it's, it's not enough. Uh, you know, anything can happen here. Um, so it, it will come down, obviously, to, to that last, last stage. And that time trial, obviously, uh, is going to be really interesting there. So uh, for the riders, you know, they're at the end of it. Uh, and it's, you know, everyone, like I said before, everyone's super fatigued, but you're at the Tour de France. So these riders will lift to another level. One thing to call out there was probably, uh Rath, I thought you'd probably bring this up, but was um, Brian, um, Brian uh, McLean, I can't get the words out there, but Mikel Lander the other day uh, having his team absolutely drilling it and he was one of the first dropped. I, I thought you'd probably want to touch on
4: that.
1: Well, actually, oh, gee, you've just, i tell you what, I had the can, <laughs> the lid's been off, I've been waiting, and you've just led me beautifully into it. I, it come on, that was, Wes, I think you and I will both agree. That was the the worst sort of tactics. Even if Landa had good legs, Mm -hmm. why would you do that? You would force Jumbo Visma to use up some stock and you would wait for the last five, six kilometres of that summit finish. It was crazy, wasn't if, it? If I can say something before
0: you go, it was the worst, worst piece of t- tactics since Movie Star last year. So, so it looks
1: like Londa has brought brought in the strategies with him. So do we want to <laughs> do we want to tell you now what we really think of it? <laughs> but it was crazy, um, wasn't it? Were you screaming at the TV or laughing at the TV? In all seriousness, yeah, I was
2: a bit. I'm just like, okay, that just uh, that uh, I can't I can't still fathom what they were thinking there. Um, and going back to the other part of there, of you know, Kuss there was really strong at the end. Obviously, like we talked about there, he almost forgot his role there. But you know, it would have been great to have a uh, lot of Isma worn down a little bit, and obviously they, they weren't. Um, and that comes down to Landers' uh, tactics there with his team for for what they've done there. It was really I couldn't understand
1: it. So, do you think it was it was the decision of the riders? whether it be Lander or one of his teammates, or do you think it was a decision has come from the car? It's come from the team car.
2: Yeah, that'd be a really good one to know to be the fly on the wall with that, uh, of whether that's come from Lander himself. I'd say it's probably a bit of a bit of a mixture of Lander saying, yep, I'm up and wants to do a good result. And the team then, and the DSs have went, right, he's on. Um, so yeah, I think it's probably a bit of both there. And, and then him not calling that out. As a as a as the leader on the team, he should be, I mean, I'm not, not in that position at all, but if I was him, I would be going, okay, what's, what's the deal here of, of why we're fully committing our team here and not u- utilising the other teams?
1: My legs, my legs are average, he's saying. The further they went, the, the more one rider's getting popped off from his team. And you know who I reckon might have told them to go to the front? Valverde. You
0: think? Yeah, I reckon Valverde made the
1: call. He's got a direct line to Landers
0: ear. Uh, yeah like unless said, the strategy, <laughs> uh, like we need to look into it but the the movie star strategist has moved to bar marida we don't know that we need
1: a special jersey I, yeah for that. it's a movie star jersey like, we just need a movie yeah, yeah yeah true, 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 i think true. uh i
0: think
2: lotto visma will will send them a, a couple of beers around to the hotel i'm sure
1: yeah <laughs> absolutely
0: uh pog in dots what do you yeah. make of that performance yesterday
2: that was really great to see. Uh, you know, see him just do that little bit of a look there, and I, I, I was watching. I'm like, he's going he's to go for this, and he did. And I saw the reaction. I'm like, well, I'm trying to count that in my head. And lucky Robbie and Matt were straight onto it, with that's going to put him six points in front. So from that side of it, it was great to see him take the dots. Obviously, he's riding a phenomenal tour, but it's always nice to, to pull on a different jersey and be
0: on that, uh, you know, on, on, a, on the podium for a second time. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, Wes. Because this man here thinks it's a dud jersey.
1: It's come on, Wes. Come <laughs> oh. on, it's a, it's a rubbish jersey. I mean, he he so he, uh, lined, you, he, you, he he line scabbed his way across. Come on, Wes. We both we know cycling talk. It's old school. He didn't <laughs> you, have to. I'm
2: going to have to disagree, Murky. You cannot line scab in the Tour de France. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> at thank all. you.
0: Thank you. And, and I'm okay, sure, you know I'm what?
2: sure, I'm sure, Richard Veronk would probably have something else to say about that from the French yeah, side, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying that jersey well, is nothing
1: yeah let's let's not go down the Richard Verona no, exactly. path. but no I will I will crawl back under my rock because uh, you've ridden the Tour de France and I haven't so <laughs> let's, listen,
0: that. let's listen to Tadek Buk-
2: Um yeah I'm uh, happy with my performance it was a really tough day uh, Bahrain did a really hard tempo on Madeleine uh, and uh, yeah, and then uh, on Col de la Loz, it was
3: uh, the race just exploded the last few kilometers, and uh, yeah, on that hard final, I'm happy to be third and uh, not to lose so much
1: time. He's happy to be third? I'm not sure he's really happy to be third. I think. He's uh, no, he, there was a little bit of um, you know he was disappointed and he, he was hoping to attack um, Roglic and yeah. just. Even halve that deficit, um, he hasn't done it. But no. look, he's still—I mean, he's incredible, isn't he, Wes?
2: Uh, yeah! For such a young rider, um, you know, to 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 be at this level, um, you know, is is awesome to see, and it's a it's a great bright future ahead for
0: him. That's for sure. Absolutely, I tell you what—who would be happy to be filled—is Richie Porte. Richie Port yeah. is looking good. We've been warning, inverted comma, that Richie Port was looking
1: good for a long time. This Tour de France, you've been following him. I've, I've got to say, I've been a little bit slammed on social media too, saying he's not going to finish third. So for all those people <laughs> who didn't believe, he's absolutely in with a chance. I'm being serious for a second. But that's that's, that's social media. You're getting slammed. Uh, yeah, yeah slammed well, I, I get, yeah. Every time we open our mouth, we get slammed. <laughs> so I'll, I'll cop that as well. But, He's absolutely got a chance, hasn't he, Wes, because he gets through tonight and then the time trial, I think, is going to suit him a lot better than Lopez.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing there with you, Maka, from that side. Um, obviously, we've got this, this stage to go and there, there is a horsecat climb uh, towards the end of this uh, stage as well. So, again, anything can happen, but uh, it is suiting Richie's favour there with that time trial. And obviously, being uphill uh, and a time trial, then that's, I think that's going to suit Richie. He'll get into a rhythm there. We saw yesterday he doesn't respond well to those surges. Um, you know, Richie yeah. can go at that constant speed, and with that taken out of the equation and him riding his own, um, you know, furious pace in a time trial uphill, I think we'll see something a, a great performance out of Richie.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Let's have a listen to Richie Porte.
3: It was an absolute brutal stage, one of the hardest I think I've ever done in my career, but. Uh, you know, to be up there in the final was nice. Um, you know, high altitude is not really my thing, but, yeah, you know, I could really feel it in the last 500 metres. My legs really gave out. So, um, you know, tonight's all about recovering, and hopefully tomorrow, uh, you know, it's a, a bit of a controlled race and it felt like the Zonkalant, which is probably the hardest race, uh, the hardest climb I've done in... in world cycling to be to be fair um you know it almost felt like it would have been quicker to to get off and walk up the last hundred meters um it was a, a a brutal stage but it's the same for everybody
0: absolutely uh good commented by uh, Robbie Fox that says uh where's the massage table well you know we, we used to you, you know where he table. was actually <laughs> Well, he was in a Wikileaks ex- headquarters. I no, no, he was in a
1: cabaret bar afterwards. He was in a cabaret bar having a having a little whiskey. Yeah, I'm That's what sure. it looked like, is not it? Well, he's Dark not going to finish first. If that's the case, he's not going to finish first. He's chilled. He's chilled.
0: <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but no, overall, very happy with the performance of Richie, especially on every single climb we've seen him faced with yes. adversity. He replied and he responded very well.
1: Yeah, he's, he's been good, hasn't he, Wes? And I think, um, to me, he, he's built up to the tour post-lockdown. I sort of thought he was really consistent in his results. He had He's had great results, actually, post-lockdown. So I thought he was always going to be good. You need a little bit of luck. You need a little bit of sort of everything to go your way. So far, it has, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, it has. And it's, it's been great to see. Only, only obviously, there's that uh, little incident there with the crosswind side of it that he lost that time. So... You know that aside I think you know considering of what would usually uh usually happen in terms of luck for Richie I think he's having a, a great tour and I think he's got that uh, I think you mentioned it in the last podcast mark he has got that um sort of chilled vibe about him he's very um very tactical with with what he's going about his his way approaching this tour and we can mm. see that that he's he's really he's really keeping his mental strength there as well so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm backing him all the way and I, I really hope I'd love to see him on the podium it, it'd be great for, for cycling for Australia and it'd be great for Tasmanians
0: yeah absolutely uh, let's have a look at the uh, different classifications that we have uh overall going uh going on uh yellow jersey Primoz roglic uh is still very much in uh, control Pogochar is at 57 seconds let me remind you that uh, Pogachar is did he lose a minute 20 at some point in, in that, the crosswinds with in Richie. the crosswind yeah he was uh, with Richie. so he was there with the crosswinds uh so mm. he'd be in the lead. it would be i know hindsight is a wonderful thing yeah but it's true yeah mm. uh, yeah but Lopez is 30 seconds away from Pogacar,
1: and then Richie is knocking at the door. And another question, Where's based on that, 57 seconds. We know Roglic can time trial. Pogachar did beat him in the national time trial title. This is a really different TT for deep mm-hmm. in the third week. We know that. Can Pogachar still win the race if at the end of tonight's stage they're on the same time?
2: If they're on the same time, I would. I would probably... With the how how things are being unfolding and he, and his freshness, he seems to have that extra spring and that extra uh, jolt there. And him being a young rider, uh, I think he can. But again, it's going to come back to experience there. So as long as he approaches that time trial, um, I think uh, you know with 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 his head head on and making sure that he doesn't get too excited and keeps his uh, pace consistent, then I think he he actually probably I'd say if he was on the same time as like said macro, I think he probably could do it and take take the lead.
1: You know what we could have here, guys? This is this is. A, just the first time I've thought of this. Le Monde, this is serious, yeah. Le Monde-Fignon, 89. Absolutely. Le Monde right. went into that final TT, which was the final stage. The only time they finished with a TT on the Champs-Élysées, he was something like 52 or 56 seconds in yep. riz, and he won by eight seconds. For those of you who don't know that story, Mm-hmm. This, it could come down to that, couldn't it? It could yeah, don't, literally be. Oh, look at that story. Like that. <laughs> he doesn't like the story. Come on, <laughs> it's, it's one of the greats. A I champion. know, I'm kidding. I,
0: watch, I still watch it and I, it's still very painful, but I still watch it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Polkadot uh, jersey. Great jersey, by the way, to, to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pogacar, like we said, uh, 66 points. Roglic is knocking on the door, 63 points. And Lopez is on 51 points. Cosnefro is on 36 points. A slight interesting fact with Cosnefro, he hasn't won a single point in any of the stages since stage nine, and he was still wearing
1: the jersey yesterday, so he's amassed all those points. Yeah, gee, Mm. he really, I mean, tonight is the night for him, yeah. Well, to sew it up, effectively, if he he could, when I say sew it up, he's not in the lead, but we've got six categorized climbs. He needs to go, he needs to go out of the blocks, be in the breakaway, and try and jag as many points as he can. Yeah, I don't he, think he will. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> because
0: he, he looks actually yeah. the, the jersey mm. as much
1: as he liked it.
0: He actually said on French coverage that that's okay, he's got enough jersey for the whole family, and he's got <laughs> a small suitcase, so he's not <laughs> looking at. I don't to win think it. he okay. wants it. Uh, cool. Pogacar or Roglic would be here in Paris, you think, Wes? Oh,
2: uh, I think I well.
0: Going off, off that,
2: I think, uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence here with that one, actually. That's that's a good question. It really does play out of how tomorrow's stage goes and who gets up the road here as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and quickly, before uh, we move on and uh, talk about the Giro Rosa, Matilda is still uh, waiting uh, for us in a lovely uh, waiting room over there. Uh, let's talk about uh, the green jersey and that battle because we haven't talked about it today, uh, but the battle is still on. The battle is still alive. And uh, Sam Bennett is still in the lead uh Sagan is uh, at 231 points Bennett got 278 yeah uh and
1: Trentin is knocking at the door mm. still Trent, Trentin's knocking at the door where's the sprint tonight's stage comes mm. after 13 kilometers. yeah what's going was, to happen
2: I was just have a little little look at that last night and then again yeah just before we come on um yeah it is very very quick into it obviously Sagan is going to have the team just going bananas for this first part of this stage. The first 13K are just going to be so exciting. It's going to be like the a uh, the, the sprint finish for the final.
1: Yeah, it is. And actually, just on that point, we always say it at the end of the show, everyone listening... 7.55 p.m. get on the tour track up because you will be able to, I believe, watch the stage from the start. The first 13 kilometres will potentially be the best part of the stage. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Really? Yeah. Thanks, Wes, advice. Uh, for... <laughs> Yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. Thanks, Wes,
2: for joining us. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Cheers. Enjoy the stage.
0: Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, mate. So that was Wes. That was good. Let's talk with Giro Rosa. Just get one last
1: thing, we got to mention the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course Sorry, yeah. Matilda, we'll be there, we'll get yeah. you in a second. This man, it's in black and white, his he sad. gets the orange jersey, Jens de Busheter. Yeah. You know why he gets it? I do because I saw the interview at the end of yeah. it. He got all
0: delay, yeah, because his team tr- decided to so to save Coca
1: and not save him. He, and well, he waited for yeah, Coca exactly. on the climb before because he was in trouble, yeah, he towed him got him as far as he could to the base of the final climb, completely spent, and he was outside the time cut by a couple of minutes. Yeah, and he actually said in the interview, almost crying, that's yeah. why he's in black and white, yeah. because he's actually quite sad. Yeah, yeah. he, he
0: said He said the team decided to save Kokkar and not me. Yeah. And that's fine. It's... He was happy about it because I was, he said that's his job.
1: And, and he said without a sprinter, Kokkar's obviously the sprinter, yeah. we're, we're nothing. That Absolutely. is the ultimate sacrifice. So he gets the orange jersey.
0: Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about the Giro Rosa. And then joining us, as
4: promise, is Matilda Reynolds. How are you, Matilda? Hey, team. Good to see you. Uh, absolutely thrilled to be able to be speaking about women's cycling at the moment.
1: Yeah, it, it is good. It's been a Giro Rosa has been a, a great race, Matilda. What did, you, what did you make of Voss's victory last night? Her third of this year's race. But for me, what's more impressive, 28th stage win.
4: Yeah, she's just such a classy rider, I think, and and the way she wins, um, she's won, that's her third, yeah, hat um, trick um, during this edition of the Dura Rossa and um, the last two race um, stages she's won a similar flat stage to today um, with a lot of climbing though in the middle of the stage and, and so um, CCC Live are really driving the peloton on those climbs to get rid of some of the purest spr- sprinters And then before that, um, I think it was on stage, uh, stage three where Voss won up a 17% gradient, uh, finish. And so you just, even just the way she finishes that, that, that sprint just there, she's just at one with her bike. She moves so well with, um, with her bike. She's not fighting it compared to the other girls. And, you know, Mariana Voss, she's, she's not just one of the best women's cyclists, she's one of the best cyclists um, of, of, of this era. I, you know, think of her as the Serena Williams of tennis. Um, she's a fantastic cyclist all round discipline. And um, I think just if, when you watch that lead out, um, Sunweb are having similar issues um, with the men's and women's racing at the moment that they get together. Very early, there's a lot of panic um, and just um, feels a lot of pressure. Where Marion Voss just moves calmly between mucking up their lead out, moves back into the wheel, and you can see the girls really fighting around her. And yeah, just such a classy winner and an amazing cyclist. Yeah,
1: what it's, we talk about Voss and how good she is, and she's been around such a long time, and not just road cycling, track. Uh, cyclocross the other dutch woman though that for me of the year 2020 she is the best rider male female and i've said it a few times is Annamiek van vleuten can she be beaten at this year's race she's got i think a minute 50 margin maybe a bit less than that on second place overall can she be beaten in this race or is this going to be another victory for her
4: Maka, I, think, um, I don't think there's a women's team out there that isn't having the same conversation at the moment. How do we meet? It's, it's, it's not how do we win the stage and it, it's how do we beat um, Anamiek Van Vluten. And, um, you know, I, I, it, it will be challenging. Things do go wrong for Anamiek, though, um, whether it be mechanical crashes. I, I think there would have to be an outside force, um, which you wouldn't hope on anyone, um, that are uh, that to have anique beaten at the moment just because of the form she's in and the stages that are ahead but it's still within it, it's still within reach um the the, the best women's cyclists are all within the top 10 at the moment i think there needs to be far more team collaboration um around and, and a little bit against anique but is head and shoulders above um, the other cyclists at the moment. She has a style of racing and everyone knows she comes out and says, this is what I'm going to do. And she goes out and does it. And there's, there's nothing you can do to stop her. And, um, and we've seen, you know, it was stage two where she came out and, and did her typical Anamique and she TT yeah. for 15 K off the front. And there's just nothing any, or any of the other cyclists can do despite, um, despite trying. So yeah, I think she can definitely be beaten, but um you're going to have to have a little bit of luck on your side for that to happen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Uh there was a bit of a discussion on social media and so on uh about the longest stage, 170k stage in the Giro Rosa. As as a as a rider, as a professional rider, what what do you make of this discussion?
4: Well I don't think um you know 170k it, it it is a it's a long sort of training day but it's not it's not a huge race particularly in comparison um to the men's racing but for those that don't know um UCI rules are that the maximum um kilometers that women's racing can go for is 160 um k and so I think um Cecilia Utrlub Ludwig from FDJ had the best quote in regards to this saying that she was glad that they, the organisers, are realising that our uteruses won't fall out if we ride over 160K. So I think um, my own opinion on it, yes, it was nice, tick the box, look at that, women can race over 160K, but I think there's a lot more pressing and more important issues facing women's cycling at the moment that they would rather have addressed in in, in both coverage, um, prize money and just some of the, I think, you know, they've been faced with a lot of challenges during this tour, um, which just come with Italian racing, I think, and you've just got to take it in your stride. If the the finish is changing midway through the race, they're changing neutrals, they're going from, you know, fifteen k neutrals to all of a sudden that's just five k's, um, and 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 let alone the the terrain that they're riding through and the road surface. All of that has been major issues, I think, that have have raised during this race. And I think that's more of the bigger issues um, that the women would rather address. The hundred seventy k it ends up being one hundred sixty five in the end um, was nice to do. They did it. And um, yeah, didn't 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 change too much um, of the outcome of the day.
1: Yeah, you, you gotta love uh, you gotta love Italy, don't yeah. you? <laughs> you you literally have to love the Italians. And uh, and a joke's aside, I raced and spent many years in Italy. You actually want to stage in Italy as well. Well, so. well they, I'm telling you that Giro that I did. Just to digress for a second, the following day was a 255-kilometre stage. They went 20 kilometres over. Yeah. Can you imagine oh, the men <laughs> squealing, squealing when we hit the 255k mark going, and we had 20 kilometres to go? So no- nothing's changed in 20-odd years. It's and hilarious.
4: You know, and you just got to, and I know I'd struggle as well, but you just can't lose too much energy um, no. getting up about that sort of thing. It's a nine-stage tour, which is the longest Grand Tour for the women, um, the only Grand Tour this year due to due to the changes in with due to the pandemic, um, and I think they're trying to take it in their in their stride, and um, more of the emphasis is is just on the the coverage at the moment that's being provided by the organisers. So um, yeah, I think we're very very fortunate that SBS is is showing it and showing so much commitment to women's racing at the moment. Um, and because that really is, it's, it's chicken before the egg, but, but like nothing can grow without out that broadcasting. And unfortunately, we're missing out on so much racing and it's so much great, you know, the races mm-hmm. within the races that are happening at the moment. Um, we're just seeing the last sort of 15, 20K. But, you know, if you're wondering what you can do to support that, just Consume, consume the media. You know, like watch yeah. SBS, get on Cycling Central. Consume the media to really show that um, you know the, the fans are wanting more, wanting more.
0: Yeah. And you know what, I think there's a lot more coming up in uh, in the month and the years to come because uh, I think SBS is making a, a strong commitment to women's cycling. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually you know, okay the boss i'm very proud to work for a network No, that's that true those districts i see other me- networks around the world we see other medias around the world they don't make half the commitment sbs does to one side no that's true absolutely. and we
1: can say that and and yeah. we say it because the proof is in the pudding so and because um, the boss is watching um, and right? the boss is watching so we want to keep in the good books but no no it's true um but a couple of points i, I guess just to just to finish off on that 170k stage What I thought was actually positive, Matilda, was probably years gone past, a tough stage like that, you'd see massive time gaps because the depth in women's racing probably wasn't there. The actual time gaps weren't – I thought it was was actually really pleasing. What we're seeing is a really high-level field.
4: Yeah, so true, um, Maka. I think um particularly there's quite a few local teams um that the yeah. Italians have um included and it was predicted that a lot of those um would be gapped off or potentially not finish the stage. And I think in the end there was only two or three. Um, that didn't make that stage or a handful of riders. And so, and there was a lot of, a lot of attacks um, that the stage ended up um, being won by Lizzie Banks and, um, and she, after a duo 80 kilometre breakaway. um, And yeah, it was just, it was a fantastic finish. um, And, and I think um, hopefully, yeah, more of that. And I I think um, it just would have been great to see more of that. But, but I do need to emphasise that it's actually SBS is doing everything they can to show the women's cycling. Um, that's just the coverage that they're being, being sent. Um, from, yeah, from correct. The so I just want to make yeah. that really clear that um, what we're seeing is um, everything that we're able to at the moment. Yeah, and, and, she's, and in our, she's in her good books. Yeah, I think yeah, so, you're I in her good books. Book. Michelle, yeah, <laughs> and, absolutely. and he's got to
0: be said, you don't work for his BS. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I did, I did, I slipped her a fifty electronically <laughs> just before before we got her on.
4: <laughs> um but I think hey, what just the a- thing happening at the moment, like, and to be watching yeah. this, it's the the duo Rosa usually happens at the beginning of the the Tour de France, was which is actually great timing. Um, because the, the Tour de France, it takes a little bit to warm up to some of the more exciting stages, so you can consume that with the women's racing. But, you know, we're at the peak of the men's stages at the moment, um, the pointy ends and, and the women's racing as well. So, you know, you can't have too much at the moment, just consume it all, yeah. Mm.
0: Absolutely. And then one last question before we go. Uh, Paris-Roubaix for women coming up, uh, and of course, potentially, because I think that's been confirmed, but um, wait and see until it happens. But a Tour de France in 2022 for women—what's your take on on this? You know, it all goes into the right direction.
4: Christophe, like I think that's going to make the biggest the biggest change for for women's racing, and actually just inspire a whole new generation to come through. I know if I think of my upbringing, I only had men's sports stars like terrible NRL role models. Um, because <laughs> women just weren't out there. You know, they weren't, the, I had the odd Kathy Freeman, Melinda Gaines and Taylor, but that was about it. Everyone else was um, Ricky Stewart and Laurie Daly of the NRL and which is just terrible for, a, you know, a young female aspiring sports person. And I think you can't underestimate um, the difference it'll make for young women um, to see their stars and to see their role models on TV and, and at, on such a big stage as cyclists, there is nothing bigger than the Tour de France. And it is well past um, the time that there should be a women's version. And I think everyone that consumes women's racing just knows how exciting it is. We don't need 170Ks. We need, sure, whether it be 100K, That we've seen that with La Course was one of the most exciting races this year, men's and women's. Um, uh, Plurway, the European Women's Championships, such exciting level of racing, um, and I think if we can see that more often. It's only going to be great for the whole of cycling, not just women's cycling. Yeah, absolutely. Well What's
0: what good is that the uh, the organizers—they're not trying to rewrite history because there used to be a Tour de France back in the '90s for a woman, Jenny Longo used to win it. But it was a three-weeks tour, and it had no media coverage whatsoever. It, but they are they, thinking some. outside the box. I,
1: I grew up watching it yeah. actually. Liz Heppel, an Australian, she was—I think she finished third or second. We well, didn't have any in France. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, what We we got we used to get yeah, some okay. coverage back in Australia, but it was highlights only, which the men's was actually only highlights back then. The what I want to say is that they're not making the same mistakes again. They no. are thinking
0: as a new product, as a, as how to evolve uh, in a more modern way, which is mm. absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for joining us.
4: The other exciting one that, so is, the, is that the, the men's teams are, are starting to create yeah. women's teams as well. So I think that'll, that'll really bolster the funding and the resources being put into women's racing. And so, yeah, it's only it can only go up from here, which is really exciting for the sport overall. So thanks so much for your coverage and, yeah, for having me on to speak about it. I get really excited about women's racing.
0: Anytime. You're always welcome in our, in our yeah, podcast
4: anyway. That's Thank you. Thanks, Matilda. Thank you, guys. That was good.
1: Yeah, she's a star, and yeah. she just what she said at the end there, just about um, you know promoting the sport, and 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 just you know, I laughed about when she said her role models were NRL players, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, great, she's yeah. absolutely and, correct. And to be fair, you and I, we can't put ourselves in these shoes. No, we can't. Absolutely not. No, but I I have got a 19 year old daughter, and I want her to have. The most. I want her to have the same opportunities yep. as her 17-year-old son. So, you know, it's absolutely she. She's hit it on the head. Absolutely. And then uh, Matthew said, uh, "Well said, Matilda. Uh,
0: bring on more women cycling. I'm sure, honestly, uh, SBS is working hard at bringing yep. a lot more women cycling. Watch this space because we've announced uh, another 10 years for the Tour de France. But there's
1: a lot more announcement coming up, and there's a lot in that women cycling. Uh, <laughs> and, and if I can just, I'm, I'm going to throw you slightly under the bus here. Come on, throw me, um, under the bus. Well, we showed that vision without you know flashing the spoiler alert so you can watch the one hour highlights <laughs> at 3.55 so if you just missed that that finish of what we just showed of the Giro razor 3.55 p.m today like every other day one hour highlights absolutely Good. uh let's talk about the
0: stage 18 of the tour de france tonight uh which is set to be a cracker can oh. we say a cracker. Boy, yeah, not, see, but definitely for the uh for the the race itself for the competition. Mary to La roche Rochefoucauld. I know La Rochefoucauld very well. I've got some family over there, and this is sort of the stages where I would have pinpointed on the map. Yes, I'm going to check out with my uncle and my cousin. Yeah, tonight, so I would not even have dinner with you tonight, anyway. Oh. So,
1: rubbing it in. <laughs> Are with me? It's no good for other of us. Okay, let's talk about the stage. Shark's teeth. Shark's teeth. It's a shark's teeth stage. Look <laughs> at that, that profile. I mean, there's seven climbs. Only six of them are categorized, which is really cheeky. Yeah. Because the final climb's not categorized. It's still a five kilometers, I think, at 5%. So it's and it's at the end of the day. So it should have been a categorized climb. The sprint comes early. There's one oars category. There's two, three category ones. It's a brutal day, and then it's a downhill run. Uh downhill a, des- a descent off the final climb and then a sort of slightly uphill drag to the finish line. That won't really matter too much. But the question is, what are the tactics now for the yep. GC guys? Uh, and and what is Barring going to do? <laughs> what is Barring McLean going to do? Well, yeah, I'm doing it. You know what I'd love <laughs> to see? You know what I'd love to see? And, and in all seriousness, go on the early attack. I mean, as in halfway through the stage, yep. launch an attack, throw it all out there. For guys like Lander, he's lost time. Uh, he, he's got to go for it now. He, he doesn't get. But you know, big success. Yeah, uh, and
0: I bring back the the, the yellow jersey uh, ranking mm. here. Will we see Pogacar, you know, making an attack? Roglic still in yellow. Lopez, Port, Yates, Urán, Landa. You just
1: mentioned. Uh, is it about to change a lot tonight or not? I think I think at the very top, not too much. I think uh, this will suit Richie Port better. Mm-hmm. Not the super high altitudes, more climbs. Richie's a bit older. He's one of the oldest GC guys there of the top four or five. He just doesn't want to lose any time. He might have to say to himself, right, that gap between myself and Lopez, yeah. that's the gap I've got to expect to make up in the TT, which is, I think it's doable, very doable. Uh, and if he can jag a few seconds on Lopez today after his big effort, yeah. I don't think Pogachar will attack. He will now bank on, he might at the end, but he'll wait till the very end. But he will also bank on the fact that he's got 57 seconds to potentially make up in the TT.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's a good question here from
1: uh, Gareth uh Could this be one of Valverde's sneaky attack on the descent? He's been tipped in a couple of the previews that (laughs) I've read. He has been tipped. Look, he was good, wasn't he, Gareth, uh, yesterday for 40 40, years years of age. age, Not bad, not bad. Um, I just don't think he's got it in him. No? I don't think he's got it in him, as good as he is. He hasn't hasn't shown, and as much as he was there until sort of the last few kilometers, I just don't, I think he'll be marked. And so he's going to have to attack the GC guys, you know. Yeah. don't know. Don't don't think so. Okay, uh, Carly saying can't wait.
0: Can't wait for this stage tonight because it's one of the most beautiful region of France. Uh, I Agree. Uh, the Alps are. You know, I love the <laughs> and We've got, got days. four more days of escapism. I know. And then it's back
1: to no, well, let's reality, not talk about let's let's what talk we're back, about back to because yeah. the reality at the moment is not so too good. So. Anyway, thank you. There was a great show. <laughs> it was jam packed. Good to have Wears Matilda
0: on. Yeah. Some we need footage. To do that more some actual footage. That yeah. Was awesome. Thank you for joining us pleasure pleasure as always this was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast uh, before we go let me remind you that you can uh, download stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash cycling central or log a ride with our friends at Zwift until next time it's bye for now
2: before we go a quick shout out to Zwift the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game getting started on Zwift is easy all you need is a bike a trainer and the Zwift app and you're ready to go Explore endless roads, race
4: riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground, where fun is
2: fast. Go to swift.com and start your free trial.